Good afternoon, evening, morning, depending, I suppose, where you're located. That probably matters. Uh, how are you? Are you great? I hope you're great. Uh, catching up, Sid's just a few minutes behind. So uh, I figured rather than be late, I would just go live and uh, chat with all of you. Lots of news this week. Lots, lots and lots and lots and lots of news. Um, men getting pregnant, obviously. Um, you know, the Call of Duty insanity around the, the protecting kids. I'm getting ratioed. Um, a UK man um, making sweet, sweet love to a tree. Uh, I've got a bunch of a bunch of stories um, that we could probably jump right into. Let's just do this. Share screen. Okay. How's everyone's day going? I hope it's going well. The um, this particular story is was one that I thought was pretty interesting. Fake cancer patient who bilked donors out of thirty seven thousand dollars, facing ten years in prison. A twenty year old Iowa woman lied about battling pancreatic cancer and having a tumor the size of a football to bilk donors out of $37,000 has now fessed up to the scheme. Madison Russo of Bettendorf appeared before a judge on Wednesday and pled guilty to first-degree theft, a felony. When she's sentenced a later date, Russo could face up to 10 years in prison. She's probably not... Sid will be here soon. She's probably not doing any time. Russo has initially pled guilty. Uh, pl she initially pled not guilty to the theft charge stemming from her elaborate con, as part of what she pocketed donations from more than 439 unsuspecting well-wishers, included cancer organizations and school districts. The then 19-year-old Iowa woman was arrested in late January after police said she faked having stage two pancreatic cancer, acute lymphoblastic leukemia and a tumor the size of a football that wrapped around her spine. Well, she really went for it. The girl really, girl really put fake tubing? A girl really put a fake tube up her nose? That's not how that works. And she just bought a fake banana bag? with mystery solution in it that's not labeled, but it's running into her nose and also circling all around her chest. <laughs> the deception of her now defunct online campaign stated that the cancer diagnosis had been very hard on her family. And just like any cancer diagnosis, the cost of medical bills, gas, meals, expense can be a burden. 
and that's something the family shouldn't have to worry about. If you're able to, donations will be greatly appreciated to help cover medical expenses and allow Maddie to focus on one thing only, which is to show she is stronger than cancer and will beat this. Please give money. Russo also gave talks about her supposed health struggles at St. Ambrose University, where she had been a student and on the podcast Project Purple. <laughs> so she's selling biotin? What? I also don't think they give you a diagnosis of cancer over the phone. Just, I remember hanging up the phone and I was a mess, she told an Iowa news outlet. I'm almost certain, I'm almost certain that you do not get cancer diagnoses, diagnoses over the phone. You know what I mean? Yeah, and obviously her family knew, right? Oh, biotin was how she kept her hair. Oh, yeah, right. That's right. Hair and fingernails. She wasn't as she wasn't committed enough to the bit to shave her head. You think the doctor would call? I don't know. I don't think you get di cancer diagnoses over the phone. Okay, Jen says it's known to happen, but pretty rare. Okay. She said the doctors gave her an 11% survival rate for five years. And also, they generally won't probably do that either right off the bat. Before discovering the huge mass on her spine. So she gave herself a mass on her spine. It might have been during the COOF. You know? No, it says February 10th, 2022. So... Hospitals were open then. Thanks, Zalo. Sid will be here in a little bit. They will, they will deliver them over the phone. Okay. All right. Excuse me. I feel like I'm in rock to my soul right now. Things are uncertain. Her lies finally caught up with her in mid-January when witnesses claiming to be medics contacted the police saying... They noticed, quote, many medical discrepancies in Russo's social media posts talking about her cancer journey. Court documents cited by station KWKC allege that the witnesses said they had observed terrible, life-threatening inaccuracies in, of her medical equipment placement on her body. Oh, yeah, like the when she just ran a tube up her nose. Russo's TikTok followers also observed that some of her medical equipment and its placement seen in her videos did not look right. One TikTok user posted a photo of Russo smiling while hooked up to a gastronomy tube and pointed out that it was far too far up her nose and a chest port that had been wrongly applied. Uh, isn't the isn't the isn't the tube isn't the gastronomy tube? Um, isn't that they put food or no? I thought that is that is that where they run the liquid food?
Her medical records obtained by the police revealed that she had never been diagnosed with any form of cancer or tumor at a medical facility in the area where she had been a patient. After a scam was exposed, GoFundMe banned her from the platform and reimbursed everyone who had donated. You know, I think that there's there is a mental like disorder where people fake being sick for sympathy. That is a thing like something like this might not necessarily have been financially motivated. Not necessarily. Oh, that's a peg tube directly into the stomach. I feel like I thought I saw food, like liquid food going into my grandma's nose. Is that not wrong? Is that wrong? It was a long year. It was a, like 10 years ago. Um, and speaking, of, here's a good old time for uh, M-I-A-I-T-A. M-I the a-hole. Father fakes his own death, shows up at funeral in a helicopter to, quote, teach the family a lesson. I'm going to go ahead and say that he's the a-hole. I don't even get it. This video, bros at a funeral in a in a tear off. I don't know. I don't. And many many people are fake. Sid's actually a kiwi. That's that's actually big true. That's big true. I'm not sure the lesson is anything other than he's a huge asshole. Like I don't even understand what you hope what you would hope for in this scenario um i want to talk about here's this thing that matt walsh put out about fox i wanted to save these two other topics for sid because i think she wrote one of these articles um oh yeah they do feed through a nose a peg tube is fitted later for longer term solution okay so i did see that i wasn't making it up If you fake your death, is your will still valid? No. And also, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. I'm pretty sure that the whole thing is illegal. Now, maybe it's not illegal if you don't, like, file a, a report or anything like that. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's uh, not, you know, maybe he didn't, like, file for any kind of death benefits and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I was saying about those clothes at a funeral. But here's the thing. I've been to funerals 
that are, you know, it's not uncommon for them to be branded as um, celebrations of life. And uh, that could be what it is, you know? Like, I'm going to one, my buddy that died of cancer, his, he, they didn't even have, I guess maybe they just had it for super close family, but they didn't even have like a funeral. He passed away a couple of weeks back. And then maybe they had a funeral. They didn't tell anyone about it. I don't know. But I got an invitation to like the, um, like his funeral, which is just like a cookout, you know. Breaking. We've obtained internal documents from Fox News employees. Fox Corp is celebrating pride by encouraging employees to read about glory holes. Supporting a group that gives sterilizing hormones to homeless youth and deployed woke AI to monitor everyone. Explicit content. The documents we're about to show you were pr produced by Fox Corp, which is the parent company to Fox News. These materials are presented to Fox News employees when they log into their employee portal. Let's start at the top. Proud of progress. The iconic rainbow flag. I'm not going to read through all of this. Um, you're supporting one another. The Trevor Project, which is trans stuff. Rainbow Railroad. Alley Forney Center. Los Angeles LGBT Center. This is somebody's job, right? Celebrate Pride this month on Slack and Zoom. Fox Employees Resource Groups, ERGs, are formed. You have ABLE, ACE, which is what, asexual, Black, HOLA, Spanish people maybe, Pride, Vets, Women. All these corporations, no, Sid will be here. Everyone relax, Sid will be here. So I had this, um, so I'm actually going to have an interesting inroad with a sponsor. Remember to ask me about that. Somebody, somebody asked me about that uh, when I'm done with this. The Trevor Project, which Fox says is devoted to helping LGBTQ young people, hosts an explicit chat room and connects children as young as 13 with old, 13 years old with, quote, LGBT adults. The Alley Forney Center, which Fox praises for re rescuing homeless LGBT youths, appears to admit on Twitter and on its website that it injects these homeless young people with cross-sex hormones, which are known to cause sterilization. The Los Angeles LGBT Center, which Fox calls unstoppable, has posted a video of a mother surprising her trans daughter with the first dose of hormones. YouTube removed the footage for terms of service violations, but the screenshots are still on Twitter. Dude, half of these parents, like, speaking of, you know, Munchausen syndrome, it's like Munchausen by proxy. It's like they, I swear that there's some significant portion of these parents that, do this for clout is it is it is that too dystopian of a take or not dystopian enough
Scroll down a little bit more on the Fox portal. Employees are also encouraged to expand their perspective by reading books by trans activists, including a memoir titled Fairest about a precocious boy who would grow up to be a woman. The book contains information that's obviously important for Fox employees as they go about their duties at work. For example, an early scene explains what a glory hole is. The Fox-endorsed book also details the author's graphic depiction of having a wang in his mouth. Another book Fox Leadership encourages his employees to read is Red, White, and Royal Blue. It's about a fictional gay relationship between the Prince of Wales and the President's son. It contains this dialogue calling America a genocidal empire. The book, which Fox suggests will expand your perspective, also quickly devolves into gay erotica. I'm not reading any of that. Fox leadership doesn't just pick out the books for its adult employees. They also suggest a pride rainbow-filled kids book with a character who comes out as a unicorn, presumably symbolizing coming out as gay or transgender. Fox further recommends that employees listen to podcasts like Query and watch various TED Talks about LGBT life. In one of those talks, a woman explains undergoing a medically unnecessary double mastectomy is a sign of strength. Elsewhere on Fox Employee Portal, workers are encouraged to attend a Ben and Jerry's powered pride event at the New York headquarters of Fox News. Not all Fox employees are happy with this propaganda. That might be why last year Fox experimented with a solution to monitor employees' commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. It's an AI platform called Escalera, which tracks employees' commitment to the cult of DE&I. Yikes. I'll say it'll be here soon. Fox leadership told employees to sign up for Escalera so that the AI team could help engage in activities that will deepen their understanding of identity and explore more nuanced diversity and inclusion takes. Escalera says it pulls in data from various sources, including the email and payroll systems. It generates a peer comfort index and a diversity index based on in part, how the person often employs practices of micro-affirmations. Now, if you've ever worked for any of these corporations, they all have these crazy e-learning portals that nobody uses. Like, nobody. So, I, you know, I don't know if this is required reading or any of these type of things. Uh, the last one says, one of Escalera's key functions is to influence decisions involving personnel. The AI can even calculate an attrition cost that different divisions could suffer if they fail to promote, promote DE&I. Yikes. So here's, a, here's an interesting story I got from one of my sponsors. I do, you know, ad reads for sponsors every month or whatever the case is. You guys all know. Um, 
Yeah, meme country. That's what I'm saying. It's cringe, but they're all adults. As long as it's not mandatory, it's fine. I agree. As long as it's not mandatory, it's cringe and dumb, but it's whatever, you know? Um, so I had a sponsor. They usually send ad reads that I'm supposed to read, you know? Um, they'll usually say, oh, here's some talking points, or they'll say, like, hey, um, you know, this is what you should do. This is what you should talk about. Um, well, my one of my longtime sponsors uh, is like, hey, in their ad copy, they're like, we're doing all this neat stuff for Pride Month. And I'm like, so I, I'm like, well, I'm not really going to promote that. Um, but I still want to, you know, keep them on as a sponsor and perhaps, you know, pay my bills. So what I did was uh, I did the ad, but I just didn't say anything about their pride promotions. So hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully they still approve the ad, but I'm not going to put anything in about their pride crap. Like it's just, it's not NordVPN now. California set to redefine infertility and bid to force insurance companies to cover surrogacy for gay couples. What is going on in California? I, I thought about just telling them that it goes against my religion. You know? It's pretty inoffensive, you know, it's pretty inoffensive, like just generic, oh, get a rainbow flag in game or whatever. So it wasn't like anything that was, you know, uh, super offensive to me. California set to redefine infertility. I was hoping Sid would be on for this, but I'm guessing she got caught up. I know that, you know, she will be here. Um, but th this story is, is is insane. Now my insurance has to pay for this crap. Yeah. Now my now all of your insurances has to pay for um gay couples buying babies. And let me just be very clear. That's what they're doing. It's very different. I mean, the, people don't understand the nuance. It's very easy. I mean, it's very simple, right? Um. Heterosexual couples who are married, who have reasons of infertility, either, you know, the guy or the girl, uh, using a surrogate, fine. Two gay men or two gay women using money and paying a woman to harvest a baby for them is human trafficking. You're literally buying a baby. I don't really understand how people don't make that connection. Uh, Dave, I am. And look, I, I, she told me she was going to be on time, but I was like, well, I'm going to start the show on time um, because we still have to record a members only section for this week. Um, you know, I, I think that, I think that it's, it's a pretty fair take that if you, you know, you're gay and you're buying a baby. Do you remember when, like, Dave Rubin, how many babies has he bought? Two? 
and then Pete Booty Judge, he's bought a couple babies too. Like it's a kind of a slippery slope or it's kind of like a it's a tough topic because I wonder what the science is. Uh Yeah, they're not buying a baby. I'm buying a baby. Yeah. The I wonder what the science is 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 a child who is an orphan I feel like they're probably better off being adopted by a gay couple. Although there was that one gay couple that was doing all sorts of terrible things. But like, uh, you know, I know, yeah, Booty Judge posed in a hospital bed. Like him and his other half actually did something. Yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, it's, it's a weird... There, there are people that disagree with surrogacy in general. Uh, I know Sid does. Um, but it's like, this is going to a different level now. Where California is... So two men who have no chance to be infertile get to be deemed infertile because neither one of them has a, a womb? The Burisma whistleblower, huh? Oh, perfect timing, Sid. Are you ready? Hi, Sid. Hello. Sorry for my belated uh, joining. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Um, yeah. I was, this is the story I was hoping you would get here for. I just did a couple of... Uh, I'd covered the guy that faked his own death mm-hmm. and, and um, the woman that faked cancer... Uh, for GoFundMe money. Um, and then we moved into this one because this one's an interesting one. I thought you might have an, an interesting take uh, on insurance being forced to pay for gay couples to buy babies. Yeah. Um, I do. I certainly have some opinions about this uh, topic. And it's funny because I never used to actually have an opinion on surrogacy i was kind of indifferent to it um so i think there's like two components to this as far as my opinion goes and the first thing is that i find it really actually quite gross uh that we currently live in a period of time where people can purchase wombs like does that make sense like the functionality of a womb for the purposes of creating a child with their own dna when they themselves are not like same-sex attracted or for whatever reason they can't have kids uh the normal way they decide to go this road putting the woman at risk like i find it so strange that not more people care about this because surrogacy has tons i thought that was my dogs for a second dude i was like what but they're not here so it's fine Um, yeah, I have, I have a bunch of issues with this. And I think the fact that we just keep pushing the envelope is so gross. And every time one of these couples, especially a high ranking or like well-known couple, uh, takes a photo in, you know, like a bed doing like a maternity shoot type of thing, being like, oh, look at our new kid. Look at the kid we purchased. It just grosses me out. I don't know. I think no one, no one respects motherhood and the sanctity of motherhood anymore. It's actually really upsetting. Yeah, How's think... that? Welcome, everybody. Hello. I'm yeah, really yeah. G'd up at the moment because uh, today's been very stressful. I like, knew. Ah. Yeah, yeah. I knew that you would have a spicy take on this. Now, we we did, you know, I know you're a, li- you're a little bit, uh, you go a little further in saying, you know, in generally, in general, you don't care for surrogacy, which I respect your opinion on that. 
I'm a little more accepting of it, but where I'm like, okay, too, it's like a too rich. It's like for rich gay people. Yeah, basically. Just, like to me, from a moral standpoint, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you, at least if you're a, mo- a mom and a dad and you, you do a surrogacy thing, you know, you're going to provide that kid a mom, a mother and a father. You're going to do the best you can to, you know, raise them up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it feels like, okay, well, that is what it, it it's intended to be. It is not intended for gay, rich gay people to buy babies. Yeah. And I mean, this is, oh, go ahead. Uh, well, all I was going to add to that is that what people forget is that kids are entitled to a mom and a dad. And people can say, oh, you will, you know, these couples can have, you know, their parents around or aunts and uncles and friends and whatever. And yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for having lots of additional influences on a child from both men and women. However, if you are a child of surrogacy and the only DNA that you knew of was your bio, one of your, you know, let's say your biological father, and you have no idea who your mom is, I think that's so incredibly screwed that's up. Worse. And basically yeah, yeah. what you're telling this kid is like, this is going to sound really stupid and, and don't laugh at me for this, but mm-hmm. I recently watched through The Boys and Homelander, who I know is a fictional character and is not really representative of people and to a large extent, but how screwed up is this test tube kid? Because he yeah, has no yeah. idea who uh, who his mother is and eventually he finds out who his dad is. But like, that's kind of what I would liken it to is these children grow up not knowing a whole entire part of themselves. And they're basically, they're like little test tube kids. Like, how is that not going to screw with you psychologically? Like, and no I one feel, thinks about these things. I feel like, you know, growing inside of your mom connects you. Yeah, 100%. to them in some way, you know, um, to be super basic. And, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, the, all these things, you're breastfeeding when you're young, if you're in the womb, mm-hmm. all these things are like things that form your who you are, even if it's like a non, you know, it's like it becomes at the core of who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's like it's like the id in your brain or whatever, like this. um you know, it's it's uh, it's important. Um, and, and so, you know, for me, especially the type of surrogacy where like um, maybe, you know, the mom and dad, they both use their sperm and egg and stuff like that. Fine, fine, fine. Um, but it's weird now that, you know, California is so insane now that the, the main takeaway from this article is now you're all going to be paying for it. Yep. So, I mean... Well, what? Not only that, though, but they're like changing the definition of infertility to accommodate. And again, most of the time when you think of infertility, you re- you do liken it to women. You do think about women who, for whatever reason, can't reproduce. It's yeah. not so much attributed to men, um, which could be unfair because, I mean, I actually have no idea what the proportion of men versus women like you know who's infertile shooting blanks for sure yeah yeah definitely i just don't know if they make up like you know an even number if it's you know 50 percent, 50 percent. i have no idea what what that would look like but i mean the fact that they're changing this is again it's all these freaking language changes to accommodate very tiny portions of the population to make them feel good about the fact that what they're doing is wrong I mean, mm-hmm. again, like th- the thing I'm realizing the older I get, and I don't know, again, maybe this is just because like I'm nearing 30 and I want to mm-hmm. have kids myself and all these type of things. And so it's becoming very real to me. But it's like 
we don't even look after mothers at all in the West or probably really any country, really. And now you're going, you're taking the extra step further where you're basically saying, hey, things that affect you independently, things that are unique to you or things that are, you know, kind of shitty for you as well. We're going to take yeah. that away from you too. Yeah, there right. You go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and when you match that in with, um, you know, infertility rates, um, the, you know, all these type of things that are going on um, for completely unrelated reasons, I'm sure. Um, it's, it's insane to me that this would be, it was like, okay, fine. It's, it's like, literally I get proved wrong. Like I'm always, I've always tried to be, um, yeah, if surrogacy is even an option, you are not infertile. Yep. True. Yeah. Very yeah. true. Very yeah. true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can buy a baby. That's I mean, that's what Dave Rubin did. And like there was, well, you a, need that the was DNA. A... You need someone's DNA. And so if if a father is able to produce sperm that can fertilize an egg, you're not infertile. Like that's that's so true. I mean, it's <laughs> so on the nose, but it's yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then um the other interesting thing is when you have um you know this I don't know, like it's so in it's so incredibly um, what's the word for entitled? Mm, yeah. Like, um, bro. Okay. I would even listen. Like, I, I don't know if you're on or not. I would listen to you making a case for like, Hey, if a kid's struggling and they're in the system mm -hmm. and they're an orphan, I would even listen. Okay. Adopt then. Like yeah. at, at least, and well, there was that one guy that was adopting all the young boys and making CP with it. But like, I'd be willing <laughs> to bet that in most cases, uh, you know, a, a gay couple is better than being an orphan. Yeah, or growing up in, in the foster care system where you're getting yeah. abused. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, why why didn't Pete Booty Judge do that? Why didn't Dave Rubin do that? Well, because, because they, they, they want it all. Yeah. yeah, I get mm -hmm. my own kid. That's what I want because yep. I can afford it. There's that other gay actor or director that just bought a baby, too. There's been a bunch of them, and it's it's like remarkably common. Have you seen those photo shoots, the pictures of the photo shoots, where the gay couple is like out in front holding the kid, and they're like surrogate? Oh no, sorry, I lie. It's when they're like, oh, we're expecting, and the surrogate's like standing off to the side, and it's like, you're you're just, I'm just so a piece sick. Of meat. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like I'm just so sick of everybody being so disrespectful towards motherhood. Like I really am. And I say that as well. I think what something that like kind of radicalized me last year towards this issue was someone pointing out to me that on both sides of the aisle, people use motherhood as ammunition, but like not in a good way. And so people will shame you on the one hand when they're like, you're a woman, all your purpose is, is to have children yeah. and be a mom. And it's like, that's not it shouldn't be something that you shame people with it's a celebration the fact that you can even do that is like remarkable there's so yeah. many you know there's so many things about carrying a child that is just like psychotic like even the fact that your body goes into this this these processes that stop your body from attacking your offspring as it incubates because you know it's just stuff like that it's just amazing to me and everybody uses it as this way of making us feel lesser than i'm just over it I'm like Excuse coming in hot today. I'm sorry. I got to like relax a bit. Oh, no. I'm going to keep, I'm going to ramp Very it up here. Up. I'm going to ramp it up here. Your favorite topic. Flyer fumes at airport kiosk asking for a tip as tipflation hits 75% of self checkouts. A woman has gone viral after posting a video of self checkout machine in a cafe at Newark Airport. 
By the way, they just redid that airport. It's really nice. Wait, oh, no, really? not Newark. Um, yeah, what's uh, LaGuardia? It's really mm. nice. Um, Newark Airport asking uh, her to leave a tip. A Reddit user, whatever, posted the image to mildly infuriating. The photo <laughs> of the digital interaction garnered 110,000 votes. Some even commenting that they had the same experience with the same kiosk in Newark, sharing photos that appear to be at a CIBO Express Gourmet Market. The photo shows a woman bought a chicken Caesar wrap and a Vita Coco water with a screen prompting options of 15, 18, and 20%. Mm. Reddit users are shocked. Ask the tip who, with the one that's going tip who exactly? Mm-hmm. Like you pick up, but I, so I know these type of kiosks. They're just like a fridge at the airport. Yep. Uh, where's a pre made sandwich? Who the heck are you tipping? Yeah. Yep. What's the thing about the tipping machines? You you know, I think one of the most offensive things is in when you're in a place and you know that that person hasn't put any effort into what they're doing and they swing the little thing around to you and it says like 18, 20, 22%. And yeah. I always think like, no tip. Because yeah. I, I hate tipping as it is. Even today, guys, I was texting. I texted Jeremy and a couple other friends and then the public group chat and I was like, guys what's the rule when it comes to tipping cleaners? Because uh, I don't know the protocol here. And Jem Jem was the only one who was like, you should tip them. And everyone else was <laughs> like, absolutely not. No, don't. that's stupid. Oh. Don't do that. And so I'm over here just going, what is happening? So anytime I get the little fling it around when you've done zero effort, I look at that and I go, absolutely not. But I watch this thing that says that when they do that, they make so much more money, obviously, but a lot of that gets kept by the actual institution and doesn't go to the yeah. people at all. So, Yeah, that's, that's uh, I was trying to find that article before I went live because, like, yeah, Shaky Owens, right? Would you be willing to pay 15% more? Like, yeah, that's, it's, that's it's what just... they're asking. The You should tip cleaning people, I'll just tell you that. But the, I don't um, know though, man. Like they just got paid. You don't have to tip them, but if you think they do a good job, then you know. If you they tip were them. coming regularly, I guess. I guess I don't know because, as far as I'm concerned, I think these ladies get paid a pretty good rate based on how much my boyfriend said that cleaning, doing a deep clean of the house, cost. Because normally I clean like every single yeah. Sunday. He and I will both clean the entire house, but they did a deep deep clean like a proper one <laughs> yeah and, those um, are like four six four to five hundred bucks usually. it was a lot of money and so yeah. i'm like and they were here listen they were here for what five hours ish and mm -hmm. uh and I, I have to assume for how much this costs they're getting paid a decent amount of money tipping is not dude tipping is not a thing that means that we subsidize the business that's not what that is tipping is like oh you did a good job and here you go here's a reward on top of that but if you're already getting like, if you just did your job to a good enough degree, I don't need to give you any additional money to say thank you for doing your job and not burning my house down. Like, I, this is such an Americanized thing. I do not get it. I do not get it. Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, I, I'm not, first of all, I don't think that a tip is, uh, should be guaranteed. There's certainly times when people, um, that, that I have not tipped them, um, I always tip moving people, furniture delivery guys and gals. Um, yeah, but the, why? Because they just busted their back moving a curial into my house and going but up two flights of stairs. They selected that job. They they willingly applied for that role and they said, "I'm going to do this job." Yeah. Well, the assumption is that they're underpaid. You know, like 
well, they actually, do a yeah, bad I have no job. Idea. I now have no idea how much people who move things get paid. But why? I mean, they charge you a hundred dollar, hundred fifty dollar fee to get your crap in the house. You're telling me these people well, don't take no, a cut of that? If I pay for delivery, I don't tip. Okay, I'm I'm so confused. Then explain this better. <laughs> it's very it's when when like you have somebody who's in your home and you're like hoping that they don't bash stuff into the corners and the walls and things of that nature. So yeah. I also had, I do, I try to do a deep clean at least in spring of my mm -hmm. house and it is very expensive. I think it's like 600 to $700. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. But these people are like on their hands and knees, scrubbing the floorboards, doing, doing everything. But you get all the germs kind of built up in the winter. And like, I use a sliding scale to tip um, you know, like a, a cleaning lady, because they probably aren't getting, at least no, I, I don't know this for sure either, but the assumption is they're not getting the lion's share of that money. Um, maybe they are in the, if they're like run their own business like that, I might feel differently about that yeah. when I use like Molly maids or some chain, you know, um, you know, I think, uh, I think I always feel inclined to tip like, okay, so I now I feel bad. Now I feel like I should have because they did. I know how challenging it is to do. Uh, this is why when I have my own house, I refuse to have baseboards. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I fundamentally hate them. I just want to like rip them off the wall. I hate them so much. Um, and I know because I have done it where I have gotten on my hands and knees on the floor underneath like cupboards, like cleaned yeah. everything. So it was like sparkling. And I know how much work that is. And I know how much effort they put into doing this. But at the end of the day, I'm still like, I don't I know. Have, I'm, I'm so more middle ground. Now I feel bad. Now I feel like you should have tipped your cleaning have. people. Yeah. Okay, That's... but also this wasn't a Sydney like organizing and paying for this thing. This was boyfriend paying and organizing for this thing. So maybe like I don't know. We share everything, so I don't freaking know. But now I the feel deep bad. The deep clean <laughs> is different, and also like so you know I I had cleaning people for a while, but it was you know it's actually not cheap. Like it's there's not this cheap. assumption people think it's cheap. It's not cheap. It's like $200 every time they come. That's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, um, but like, I, I guess I'm, I am, I first, first of all, this one will really bother you, but I, I like heavy tip at restaurants and bars, heavy tip. Mm -hmm. um, but if I go to like, um, I don't tip for my, like, well, I guess I haven't been to Starbucks in a long time, but you know what I mean? Like I don't get tipping coffee makers, like, no, I'm not tipping baristas? you for putting. Yeah, I don't tip baristas, yeah. but I tip bartenders. So I guess I have a weird like. You know, I think if for cleaning people, I think if I, they do, and I, but the thing is, I also will inspect their work, and if I don't think it's good, then I won't tip them. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't treat it like it's an automatic thing that I have to tip them, um, or like honestly, there'll be times that like, I have such a reputation where I because I go, I'm very loyal. I like the same person cutting my hair forever. And then I just remember like this one time I usually tip like, I don't know, $50 or something. When I get my hair cut $40 and they'll say like, uh, and then one time I felt like she was rushing me and like, she kind of like mm. squeezed me in between another appointment and I tipped her $10 and she was like, Oh, what did I do? <laughs> like she immediately knew, like she called me and she was like, Oh, what did I, you know, what, uh, you know, what, you know, what, what, how, what have I done? Mm -hmm. And uh, but also hairstylists, they make a lot of money like the good ones do. They, they're taking half of what you're paying at the register um, plus tips. So I don't mind getting I guess what I'm saying is I don't mind like 
sticking it to somebody if I don't think they did a good job. I don't just automatically tip well every time. Yeah, I think because I think when you grow up in the culture of tipping, it comes a lot. I grew up in a working food service too. I worked yeah. in the service industry. So and like then, I survived on tips, you know? And then you know and understand which situations are appropriate. Whereas for someone like me who's grown up in a country where we don't do that because we're not crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just have no idea. So I just blanket. I just, everything is blanket like 20%, which it I does. hate. Just I just hate it. I just hate it. And it makes me not want to do it. Being forced to do it and having these entitled idiots like not doing a good enough job to make me feel like I want to tip them just makes me not want to do it at all. <clears throat> so now we get a situation where I have these like two lovely non-English speaking cute Hispanic ladies who were like so funny, dude. At one point, my dogs are like, Meh, like really excited. They love people. Mm. And uh, the one girl who spoke a little bit better English, she was like um, the she said some word. It was like per, per, perito or something dogs no she said it was it wasn't perros it was perritos or something like that Oh, okay puppers or something or i have no idea so she says this to me and she and she points and i was like i i don't know what you're trying to tell me like i yeah. have no understanding of spanish whatsoever so she <laughs> goes into translate and basically said can you store the perritos <laughs> <laughs> can you oh, store yeah. them and i was yeah. like i assume you mean the dogs <laughs> and that's fine yes and so they came into the office oh me. perito means little dog which yeah. is hilarious because they're not but that's just cute yeah that's just i just it made me laugh anyway so now you get i get into these situations where because i hate tipping so much because of all the entitlement and yada 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 these lovely ladies who maybe i should have tipped and i didn't now i'm now i'm like uh and so, it's whatever it's whatever i think cleaning ladies are on the fringe and I do agree that, like, it sucks that, you know, Applebee's makes me pay their employees. Yeah, it's like it's it's, it's slimier. Yeah, it's slimy at a restaurant. It's like I feel like okay, if you become a bartender, you you tend bar, with going in, you know, with the assumption that you're working for tips, you know, like mm -hmm. that's more reasonable, especially because you know, it actually matters. You know, like, you know, the bar I go to, I don't care if there's 200 people in there. By the time I am in the bar, they have my drink made. That's what, you know, like tipping matters. Plus, I probably put that woman's kid through college. But the, you know, the other the other stuff like waitresses, that's I think that sucks that they force that on people. And then also, you know, to bring it back to this story, I, I wouldn't I mean, I don't know some percent um, in Mexico. I have a prego waitress, $20. And she cried and found out she, my granny, a sweet tea. I think it's supposed to say I gave a prego waitress 20 bucks. Oh, and okay. she cried. But Maybe I don't understand the last bit, tea. but she found my granny a sweet tea. Maybe she was asking, hey, Kenya, do you have sweet tea? And it wasn't on the menu or something. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. See, but that's the thing as well is that in, in countries where people work hard and don't expect anything, that's when giving them extra is like actually a really nice experience because for you you're like wow i didn't i didn't hire the two illegals i had nothing to do with it. <laughs> this was this is not my boyfriend man i didn't do it um they came from a maid service too so honestly it's probably it, it probably are illegals oh they were so nice though yeah. um 
but yeah no when when you when you give people more in places where they don't expect it then they're genuinely appreciative whereas again in in the u.s in particular and this really pisses off americans and i don't know why but there is a massive entitlement issue with people and it's not and not all americans are like that lots of them are very lovely but there's a portion that are very entitled and that they expect you to basically pay them for subpar effort, and I just hate it. And I will stop saying how much I hate it now. In my you already f- know how much. Yeah, I hate in it. my forty years on this planet, I've never had somebody like have a have an issue with whether or not I tip them or the amount that I tip them. But I know that it happens, and that is an entitlement thing. Like, hey, sometimes you know, let's just be honest. Sometimes, like, dude, when I was until I was in my thirties, you know, I like if I was going out to a nice dinner, like Chow's roasting me for eating Applebee's, that was a nice dinner when I What's was wrong in my with 20s. Applebee's? Not, it's nothing's wrong with it. But like, you know, that was like a nice, and I had like forty dollars, so I wasn't tipping. You know, like the dinner there was like twenty five bucks. That, that was me spending a lot of money on dinner, mm-hmm. so I I wouldn't tip. Like I'd be like, you know, you don't have enough extra money to tip, like you know, some crazy amount. Um, if the restaurant's wor- worried about it, then they should make their food cheaper. Mm. Um, or they should take home less at the end of the day. That's very anti-capitalist right. for me, isn't it? Yeah. Most of the people I've been working and installing flooring in the house, still working on it, but I'm listening, though. So thank you. Uh, the Nickling says, I will make Bud Light one number one again. This is a promise. I don't think you will. Dan Lindbergh, I'm late. I'm late for my favorite late date. Uh, the landlord harassment channel, obviously mental ill, commit her instead of jail. That was the fake cancer person. Um, many people are fake. Many people are fake. Sid's actually a Kiwi. The, uh, Mark Zart says, did you see that the Burisma whistleblower was found dead? Uh, do you think they'll say he's self-deleted? I thought that was a meme. Was he really found dead? Sydney hype, love and stuff. Uh, Sid's. As Sid's as an Aussie, what's the best route you've had? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you know what that means to an Australian. So I I'm think I know that word. Not able you to answer me... it, but if you do know what it means, it's so weird to write down. <laughs> like, why? Didn't you tell me? Didn't you tell me what that meant before? I think you told me what that to root like if you it's to have sex with somebody yeah 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 i remember that okay good yeah because yeah. in the states it's like if you root for someone like you go for you go for the team or whatever right yeah yeah we just say barrack yeah but in australia it's like you know oh was she a good root you know when, it's, <laughs> when your friend had relations yeah i like that you, you asked them you assumed a man would ask that it is that's such a man thing to say that you know oh yeah was she like a good root mate yeah <laughs> yuck the uh, don't like it. Troy News language shapes reality, altering it can transform perceptions and obscure truths. A tyrant's favorite discreet weapon. Stacy Needham, uh, if surrogacy, oh, you got that one. You're not infertile. Yeah. Shan Chan says uh, people also won't adopt older kids or special needs. Hey, if uh, a gay couple wants to adopt an older kid or someone with special needs, a more power to them. Um, that's actually so true a lot of kids like age out of the system because nobody adopts them and that makes my heart hurt so much because every kid deserves a home Mm -hmm. well it's the same thing with dogs sadly oh dude i know you see there's endless supply of dogs who are five to nine years old that just never get adopted i'm gonna promise you this 
if I had room to have a third dog, I would 100% go and save a senior dog. Because yeah. in my opinion, puppies are great, don't get me wrong, and like Murph and Isla are awesome, and they're, they're both two and they're great. However, nothing beats like a nine-year-old is just like sick of it, and it's just like, yeah. yo, just give me the cheese and... right now. And you're like, yeah. okay, and they're like, cool, let's cuddle now. Oh, get on the couch so we can cuddle. Nothing yeah. beats that. Yeah, here's some peanut butter. Here's an empty jar of peanut butter. Enjoy yep. it for eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah, the yes. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's something I've con so when I when I moved out kind of the country, I've had these like fantasies of having like a German Shepherd rescue, oh. but then I thought that's actually a significant safety concern because they're not, you know, they can be kind of aggressive and big undertaking um, too. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, my humane society, I, said, I asked them, they turned it down, I guess. But um, I was like, well, you, you want to bring dogs here? It's like the humane society is really close to my house. I'm like, you can bring dogs here. I have a big fenced-in area. They can run around. Mm -hmm. They didn't want to do that. So maybe a senior dog will be a, would be a good yeah, do it. Uh, middle ground. Uh, so I'm adopted. I was adopted back in the 60s. Uh, I know I was adopted from, I knew I was adopted from a very young age, kindergarten, first grade, contacted at age 30 by birth mom. Oh. It's a story that I would like to hear more about. I always find the adoption stories incredibly interesting because some children basically grow up in this like same weird environment where they sort of know about their biological family but like not really but yeah they sort of feel like they're missing something and then they you know get back in contact and everything's great and they find out the real reason that they were given up and it's all very you know wow wow, wow it's so nice but then other kids their parents are just like dirtballs and it screws them yeah. up after they make contact and whatnot i don't know i just find, I find all this stuff so interesting horrible well, now that interesting I well, as I get older too, I think about like, man, uh, like <laughs> with all the, with the, all the, uh, uh, did you see the abortion cake today? Yes. Yeah. So with all that crap, I'm like, oh, you know what? Giving your kid up for adoption isn't, isn't actually the worst thing. And then, you know, you, you start to find situations where it's like, oh, she's 15 years old, you know, but it's like, at least it didn't abort the kid, you know, like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I can't imagine it's easy. Um, Adam Townsend just saw a vid that says male sperm count has dropped 1% per year since the 70s, 2.5% per year since 2000. Mm, what's been uh, happening since the 70s? Yeah. It, uh, um, hormones in Hormone our. Hormone disrupting chemicals. Yeah. Roundup. Yeah. All the, what's the word? Like, all the, uh, not homogenized, all the crap they put in your milk and the water and all this stuff. So Antibiotics, can, can, other kinds yeah. of chemicals. I mean, dude, when you look at what's in laundry detergent. I know. People used to be fine just running it in the river. Dude. We have like 5,000 ingredients in a Tide Pod. I've officially yeah. swapped over to doing just bicarb. And yeah. uh, I haven't tried vinegar with it what yet. What about for like scared. gym clothes? Um, that has still been in the bicarb and so far oh. everything smells good and it's really fluffy and I don't know, no complaints. Mm. No yeah. complaints. Uh, this is a real America versus the rest of the world issue. Shan Chan says, uh, Sonic walked my food in my car, water on the tip. Nope, that's not a tip. That's not a typical situation. Biden whistleblower unalive. Saucy, I'll have to check into that. Um, Laughing Man says, hey, Jeremy, will coffee brand coffee 
ever offer half calf? My parents only drink half calf. I'm trying to get them hooked on CBC. I can look into it. Um, that's an interesting question. Uh, I mean, that's all in just how you roast the beans. So it's certainly something we could do. My dogs are 11 and 8, and they love to snuggle. Yeah, that's the golden era of dogs. Like, not 8 to 11. It's before they start having it. their... Mm. Yeah, and it's before they start having all the sad, like, health issues. issues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, leg issues and cancer issues. and all this yeah, kind of exactly. stuff. Yeah, I mean... Because even now, uh, our setters are they're at that point where they're like starting to definitely mellow out, um, and I really like I love it. I love how much more cuddly they are, and they're not so psycho all the time, like wanting to run around, and which is fun. I mean, that it, there's a time and place for that, but I love the fact that you know I wake up in the morning and there's two little noodle heads like under each arm wanting a cuddle. Like I love that, and it's so nice. And so, aww, <laughs> tiny boops. Yeah, well now he's he's tired, but he'll, he'll he never really gets tired. It's like he was outside chasing the RC airplane, and then now he's recharging, and he will soon be back at full strength. Um, okay, next story. Wait, looks at what geeks and gamers retweeted. Uh, what is it? The GamerGate article. Um, one sec. Do okay, I can't find it right now. So, interesting other story man having passionate, making passionate love with tree in busy UK park. And the picture is just, I mean, he's really giving her. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, he's giving her, dude. The I'm um, not, I am like, not emotionally ready for any of this today <laughs> is there anything bicarb can't do i'm sure it could have helped with the thing i totally can't mention wink wink Duh. <laughs> bicarb is honestly pretty great for a lot of stuff like i use it now for a lot of cleaning obviously for baking for like getting rid of icky smells laundry like i, I don't know i'm on this I, I was even trying to teach myself the other week how to like make vinegar and do this and do that yeah. because I thought in the event that I don't know like society decides skill. to I think so I don't think any yeah. of this is you know too stupid but I think to myself in the event that society goes to absolute SHIT at least I'll know how to make vinegar and clean yeah. my clothes uh, whereas yeah. we were talking about this last night at, at dinner actually and my boyfriend made the comment that without like the internet prescription medication and there was two other things that I can't remember what they were, but he said without those things, if tomorrow all of them were gone, he was like, I reckon like 40% of the American population would kill themselves. Yeah. And I was like, just oh. Collapse. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. And so I want to be self-sufficient when, you know, we have nuclear winter. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so speaking of nuclear winter, uh, in my daddy's belly is an article that was covered on the Publica. Uh, this week, the miracle of male birth. Wow. It's so miraculous. By the way, see, we use, see your zipper tits, chick. We know. Oh the uh, A trans man who recently went viral being featured on the cover of Glamour has renewed controversy after announcing his new children's book. What is it? Sid, maybe you could, maybe you could enlighten me here. You're a smart gal. You're yeah. plugged in. You know. You know. You know what's going on out in the world. Am I though? You know. There's. You know. 
for most people, mm-hmm. uh, they they can stay away from kids. Yeah. But for this one particular group, I I don't I for this one particular group, they just can't seem to leave the kids alone. I I don't know. Do you know why that might be, Sid? Is there, you think there's a reason? Uh, I think that I'm I'm sure that there are reasons, but I think if history tells us anything, it's that lots of groups of people have gone after the youth because mm, yeah. once you get into the head of the youth, or you know other places, if you are that demented as well. Uh, you can very successfully control the future. I'm actually pretty sure that uh, Hitler said that. So, yeah. um, but honestly, like when people act surprised by any of this, I kind of just think to myself, you're probably not super familiar with what's going on over the last like 60 years because none of this is surprising. I love that your dogs bark as much as mine do because it makes me feel better. Because <laughs> mine well, will be like out open. in the other room, like, mah, 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 mah. I'm like, oh my God, you're so embarrassing. It's funny because he goes from a dead sleep to that. Because, yeah. like, the UPS guy's here. Mm-hmm. So he just, par- he just goes for a dead sleep, barks, jumps up on the window, pokes his head out, barks at him, goes back to bed. The, um, Dude, this the... happened the other night to us. We were watching a film, and they bark at the doorbell for some reason. Yeah. The doorbell rings. Do, yeah. yeah. The door, but the doorbell in the show rings for, like, oh. a second. And yeah. Murphy, from a dead sleep, goes, Oh! <laughs> I, yeah I, like died laughing it was so funny it was really so, cute too the miracle of male birth uh what what it really is trans pregnant proud it's a woman who had a double ass mastectomy mm-hmm. having a baby now i assume that must mean they probably didn't do a lot of hormone stuff yeah they had to stop uh, hormones if, if they intend to get pregnant but again, like this goes to my whole buying babies thing. Like, it's the same thing. Oh, I'm trans. I'm really a man, but I still want to have a baby. Like, uh, this I've never understood, right? Because if the purpose of transitioning and taking hormones and going through medical intervention, especially surgical intervention, is to try to mimic what the physical appearance of the opposite sex looks like. And if you're doing all these things to alleviate gender dysphoria so that you feel better about yourself and don't feel so dysphoric about being the sex that you don't want to be, doesn't it set you right back if you're getting pregnant and you don't like, and you don't identify and or want to be a woman? Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't uh uh, that doesn't, doesn't compute. compute. Yeah, hey. We, we, this um, is it's the same thing with the whole breastfeeding thing. How? Oh, did you see the guy who was breastfeeding? <laughs> and he had like some sort of milky substance coming out of his nipples because of the hormones he was on? Bro. <laughs> oh. I don't understand. Like, and then there's that other woman, that other man oh, who's ha- who is crying at Disneyland because his menstrual cramps are so bad. And I was just like, this week has been. <sighs> Today's my four year anniversary getting back with my lady. I thought I was happy. I've never loved anything uh, as that man loved that tree. Well, yeah. at least you won't have splinters, though. So that is, that's a benefit, though, kid. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's um 
yeah, the the substance or whatever that was coming out of those nips was just not, not for me. I try to argue that that's somehow like when you get on, dude. I love to hate Reddit. When I get on these Reddit, uh, these subreddits about these particular issues, like there are ones about biological men trying to breastfeed and whatnot. And when you read the justification, you're just oh, like, know. we live in hell. Like, we well, live in hell. There used to be a place for these people, and they shut them all down. <laughs> like, that, that's, I mean, let's be real. That, that you have the, if you have a man who takes a bunch of pills so a white milky substance comes out of his man breast and he's feeding it to a baby, they used to institutionalize people like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people would be like, <laughs> you, you got some, you got You're some issues there, psychopath. friend. Yeah. Um, they write children's books because they are challenged in the gray matter and can't write legible books for adults. That's not... Um, a video that's been retweeted that needs to be shown on stream. I looked. I didn't see it. Is it Geeks? What is their handle? Um, it, and if you don't like, you know, I'm taking time to look this up. Better be good. Can somebody tag me in it? I tried to find it as well, and I'm not sure what anyone's talking about. Yeah, me either. I guess tag me in it on Twitter. Um, the other interesting story from this past week was the uh, dystopia, and then we'll do uh, the members-only segment after this, which will get uploaded to the website first thing tomorrow, or maybe even later tonight. Um, I've got a good, I've got uh, two topics I think will work for that. Um, this Amazon, did you follow this? No, I, yeah. I dude, I've been so yeah, out of the loop, it. like the last, the last two days trying to get stuff done so yes because uh, i will not be i will not be around next week guys i will be gone all right well Traveling. let's pivot to this okay i don't know what the white substance is but it's definitely not milk yeah passenger kicked off flight after turning her coach row of seats into a fort using plastic wrap do not touch it, it. Do not touch it. Yep. sir sir do not you touch have it. to take this off you're not allowed to make little rooms for yourself yes, on the I plane. Am. <laughs> Where did she get the plastic wrap? Where, she, where did she get that? What in the... F Excuse me. She's creating her own first class suite. Oh my god. What? Dude, for oh, the cost of... Oh, this is a dramatization of actual events. Oh. Wait, but they're clearly on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna help you. <laughs> what? What's the... Again, make institutions. So this is not the real video. This someone didn't. I'm not sure because it says it was shocking she got this far. She's just a lunatic. I, I don't also, understand. If you wanted to create your own like first class thing, but you bought three economy tickets, why wouldn't she just buy one first class ticket? Those don't even look like economy, to be honest with you. They're this is first class because you can see they got the TVs in the back of the seats. No, that's no economy has TVs in the back of the seats do too. One particular, those yeah, are dude. big seats though. Dude, that is not. What kind of first class are you flying? Well, I usually, pity you if that's what your first class looks like. Dude, 
It is. It's because I don't go on like long flights. Bro, so, first like, class, even on domestic ones, you still got those big chunker chunker seats, so, like the big roomy ones where there's like two per two per squishy. Yeah, yeah. Bit. There's only two in first class, but those seats. I mean, I usually end up on one of those one by twos. You know, one row on the left, two on the right. That's how right. the biggest planes I'm usually on. So I'm not on like a triple seven, which has the room. So the best I get is business class, and I always sit behind the bulkhead so that I can put my feet up on the wall. Mm. Um, but that's. Yeah, that's it. And Spider-Man was banned in the United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, and the Middle East, banned due to trans flag that briefly appears in the film. Hmm. Not surprised. Again, like this is along with the this goes along the lines of the same weirdo self inserts. Did you have to put that in there? Mm-hmm. What compelled you to have to do that? Um, and then of course, Twitter was going like nuts being like, oh my God, Gwen is spider Gwen's trans everybody. And it's like, I, I don't know. And then, and the tweet had like 80,000 likes or something. And I was like, what in the heck? Like, who are all these weirdos? But then I realized that a lot of these people in the, particularly in the, um, terminally online trans commentator community, they have mm -hmm. bots. Oh, like, yeah. I don't want to yeah. mention names, but like, there's several of them that will like, I watch them tweet. It'll be like a reply and they'll get like 4,000 likes in 30 seconds. And I'm like, like, unless you're running a discord full of Spurgs and you're like, okay, everyone go like this. Like, you know, uh, there's just no, there's just no way, um, that they generate those kind of likes that quickly. Yeah, I uh, I don't really pay attention to those people, to be honest with you, because um, I'm just like hot on the block button these days. Yeah, I don't want to see are it. Hot I want to block. I really am. I'm like, oh, this is this is a dictatorship now. This is no longer a democracy. Yeah. We don't do that here. <laughs> How many? I just I just don't want to be exposed to it. It's just it's these are insane people. It makes it hard to find stories sometimes because it's through them that I find things. But you know. I yeah people yeah i get it um so uh don uh, does anyone else ever wonder how many eyes that kids can have uh probably uh however many eyes they identify as having but the several uh, yeah so this week um we're gonna be a little short because sid's got to finish she's got to finish videos for the publica she's got to finish videos for um, her main channel, I will say, um, you can find last week's members only video over on the publica, um, in the members content, you go to members videos, we're adding, we added this, like, you see all these member videos that we're putting out that people don't know about. Like, um, the, oh, what's interesting is where do we put the members only, uh, community notes also right here. Yeah. So last week's is right here. Um, but yeah, see, we put out putting out videos pretty regularly in this area. So use a link in the description to sign up and support the publica. It's obviously uh, all of, we have all these articles that you know get put together and stuff like that too. Uh, Mayo, the breastfeeding talk made me think of Family Guy, Peter breastfeeding Stewie. Yeah, he pulls the nipple hair out of his mouth. Dude, it's was... <laughs> exactly what it reminds me of as well. It's it's not okay. Stewie's ah ah ah. 
So um, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let we're gonna record the members section one, get that up, and then um, well, I'll probably have to I'll probably have to line up some guest hosts. I think for a couple weeks. Yeah, sorry guys, I will be gone next week. Because, uh, like I said, I will be going back home to Australia. Yeah. Um, hence and we're going to let her enjoy am... her trip. Yeah, I just, like, normally I would work through, but this is the first time that I'm, like, I have such a short period of time back home, and I have a bunch of mates I want to see and people I want to catch up with, and I just want to spend time with my family because I haven't seen them in, what, eight or nine months now, and it makes me very sad. So I will yeah. be gone. I have prepped a bunch of uh, content for when I'm away, so hopefully I will actually get to finish all of that so that I will be able to keep posting the publica will definitely have content for me my own channel dubious um so yeah apologies yeah. for us uh finishing up early but i still have to do a bunch of crap before i get on my flight and be in a metal tube in the sky which is horrifying yeah back the publica for sydney's sake because she sacrificed exactly. our main channel videos um, i did i did to do so videos I could for the publica make a bunch of videos for the publica true it's very true okay all right well Thanks, that's guys uh, that's the explanation. Well, we will see you guys. Well, I will see you guys in a few weeks. Jim Jim yeah, will be here next week. see yep. you next week. Um, give him some nice co-host suggestions for while I'm gone. No one, no one obviously better than me because that would that would be really offensive. Well, and I'd gosh, have to I mean that you. makes a list so small. Yeah, <laughs> the um, yeah, fly safe, Sid, and then we're gonna do our members only thing now, and then I will release you uh, for the day. All right, children, make good choices. I'll see you in a few weeks. Um, Jim Jim, we'll see you next week. We love you. We're gonna, I'm going to awkward dance while Jeremy clicks the right. button.